0: All right, guys. It's your Wednesday morning, and after that beautiful house from Katie Lemare, let's tune in with her in the studio. Oh, wait, that's not Katie. That looks a lot I mean, like I'm, Dave. I'm, I'm not Dave. I'm <laughs> Sorry. <definitely> not Dave. <laughs> No, you, just, you, you, you take up more mass. You're I, more mass. I literally
1: <laughs> cannot fill her shoes. No, the opposite. <laughs> I overfill. <her> <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is The Real Local Show coming from the Charles Tyndale Studios live downtown here in New Bern. Uh, we are most of the home sales team. Dave Cacavara <laughs> here. Uh, Roland Bowen. We are missing uh, Katie Lemaire. Yeah, Technically, we're uh,
2: a small portion of the... Unless you're going by literally mass, but the home like sales t- team, I mean, we're only two out of
1: If we were lot. going by mass, we would probably yeah. cover over 50% of it. I that. would think that, that would be accurate. That would yeah, would a true statement there. <laughs> so, the big boys are in town tonight. Day. <laughs> oh, no. Katie's away. The boys are going to play. That's how that's going to work. <laughs> uh, isn't that what the cats do? Oh, so, uh, Well... Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, Appreciate you watching. Uh, We're excited about the show today uh, with the Chamber of Commerce coming on, uh, talking a little bit about their Leadership Craven program that they're, I think, looking for applicants. I think the application process is right now, right, Dave?
2: Yes. uh, I believe September 5th is the deadline on that for Leadership Craven. It's early September.
1: Is the deadline. Okay, and uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, I, know, I know a few of us uh, around our office have done it. I know Dave's hoping to do it in the near future, uh, but we'll wait. let them tell you a lot more about that. Yeah, that'll uh, be exciting. How's the real estate market, man? <laughs> Oh, it's crazy.
2: Um, <laughs> it is absolutely crazy. Actually, I've got to cut out of here early today to uh, go for a uh, final walkthrough on a home and then head over to uh, Fairfield Harbor to show a property out there that we have listed uh, on Karakara. So it's it's going to be a very, very busy morning. Um, but you know, you were going through some of the numbers and it's busy, but we don't have as much as we need. We keep talking about this over and over again. We need more inventory. There are only, in the past week, there were 63 new properties that came on the market in seven days. So that's about nine a day. Right. Okay, We had 87 go under contract. So now you're up to about 11, 12 a day. Um, and yeah, somewhere around there. And then 70 properties closed. So we have more properties closed in the past week than actually went live. And there's been 56 price changes as well. So the market is definitely determining what is out there.
1: And, and you know, the interesting thing about the price changes, I think... With all that activity, again, you said 87 have gone under contract in the past week, but only 63 new ones have come on the market. But you're seeing 56 price drops. Yes. So you still have to price your house right to be able to sell it? Uh, Yeah, you're not
2: going to. The biggest thing that I'm explaining to people when I'm going on my listing appointments is, well, why don't we try this number? They say, why don't we try this? And I explained to them, I said, there's two things. One is the market's going to let us know right away, but two, we still have to have the price based on what the banks want us to sell the home for too. Those appraisers are going to come in, and we're trying not to get an artificially inflated market out of this, because we saw what happened last time There was an artificially inflated market. And a lot of areas are still recovering from that, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Right. So what we've really got to really be careful about what we do is go out there with an actual price that we think this home could sell for in this market. And we don't want it sitting there for three months. We want to be able to move your house in the the two months or less that is the average for the market.
1: Well, and it's interesting, uh, you know, when the market was so great in the 2005, five six range, our average days on the market were similar to what they are now, around 60, 63 days, I think it's the average days on the market. Um, During the recession, our average days on the market got over 200. We saw 201, 203 days on the market as average days on the market. Now a house is on the market for 34 days, and people are like, well, what's wrong with the house? Why isn't it selling? Yes, exactly. 34 days? I mean, that's not even average. (laughs) That's I I just went through
2: that with a house that I have listed on Fairmont. We got an offer relatively quickly on it. Um, The gentleman who put the offer in, he lost his financing because he lost his job as a result of COVID. So we hadn't even gotten to the inspection point. He just had to back out of it. And so it went back onto the market. And then once it reached around that 30, 35-day mark, then agents were calling me saying, what's wrong with the house? Why did it lose that first contract what's and like there's nothing wrong this go check out the home everything's fine and at the 58 day mark we finally got the offer we're back under contract
1: it's interesting you say that I I know I have we have clients all the time Uh, when are you putting the sale pending sign yes when are you putting the sale pending sign and it is our our thought that we try not to do it too soon because just because we got the contract signed and everybody's agreed we still have to get past inspections and those negotiations if any repairs will be done. And then we have to get by the appraisals, yes. like you said. And if we overpriced it, well, there's going to have to be some give and take likely in there um, to to still get the deal to work. And if you put that sale pending sign up, just like in that case, the guy lost his job. Yeah. He lost his financing, but it was always – What's wrong with the house? Yes, exactly. And if you put that sale pending sign up too soon, mm-hmm. you know, especially – I think some agents do it kind of to brag a little bit. And, hey, we like selling houses too, but we're trying to you look know, you out for – have far. to turn right around and take that sign back. Down oh, yeah. Now people are really it, like, what's bad, wrong, with, wrong, wrong with the house? Yeah, it's a it, bad
2: neighborhood look.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> whole, everybody in the neighborhood thinks it's the house. Everybody mm-hmm. that saw it – you know, even the people online that saw a home, wonder why it came back on the market. And, and we get that question. Yes. And, and in like that case, they didn't even get to inspections. No. Um, it w- had nothing to do with the house, because that's a great home.
2: It is, yeah. It's, it's really nice, and we're excited that it's back under contract. And uh, we will absolutely be, uh, I, you know, that method, it, when I first got into this, that was a big thing, is let's get that sale painting sign. But once you and I have started talking— and I see how that results. It is a lot better to just wait, and and we get some uh, some phone calls out of that. And right. then now we've got some backup information. Where if it does fall through for any reason, now we've got some agents that we can call and say, hey, you know, this house is back on the market. Is your client still interested? Or clients that have just been driving by, now we can call them back and say, hey, that house you were looking at, it's back on the market. We explain the reason that it got back on the market, you know, and then maybe they're interested.
1: So you mean it, it allows us to keep working for our clients? Yes. And try to make sure that they're secure in the sale of that house.
2: And not just sit there for 30 days waiting (laughs) for it to close.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, That's frustrating. Uh, And we we do see it. Uh, Yeah. And we're seeing multiple offer situations. I mean, I've had uh, a couple of times in the past week where we've had listings where we've received multiple offers on it. Um, I think Katie had one this past weekend where she had like eight offers or so on one house. Uh, it's a cute little house no doubt great price Um, but it just shows there are buyers out there needing houses to buy Mm -hmm. if you have been even thinking about moving up moving down you know the market needs your inventory it needs your home on the market right now and you could probably sell it for a lot more today than you could last year or five years ago or even 13 years ago in the middle of the market in some neighborhoods yes Um, in certain situations in other neighborhoods you're still below what it was at the peak of the market in 2008 2009 when our average price peaked out The the recession really hit our market here early early 2009 late 2008 um, New Bern always runs 18 months behind the big markets if you follow the housing market.
2: And 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 from what I've seen, we don't have quite the peaks and valleys because of the military moving in and retirement. There's a steady flow of people that there's still that demand that's there for the new home. So even though the market was up and down, maybe the retirement community slowed down, but the military was still moving in and out.
1: They're, yeah, they still have yeah. to come whether they want to or not, I think, kicking and screaming sometimes.
2: <laughs> um, but they always want to come back afterwards. It might be kicking and screaming to get here the first time, but they come back later. I've worked with quite a few clients that, um, you know, I asked them why they're moving here from Texas or whatever, they said because they were stationed at Cherry Point and they just love the area.
1: Yeah, I, we hear that often, and that just, yeah. that's just a testament to our community, really, um, to to this area of what it has to offer, um, in uh, the outdoor living, the yeah. community feel. So, um, so well, you guys have got some fun
0: comments going on here. I don't know if you're if you're paying mm-hmm. attention to it.
1: I'm not seeing them.
0: Well, you're, are you on the Newburn Live one? I don't or? know. It's just technology. Roland looks like he just tried to to respond. Nick Haza, Hazo, I can't Hasco. say it. A, Hasco. Wow, I should move to Newburn. When is the next available showing? And Roland, <laughs> I'm a good realtor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know a good realtor. <laughs> Nick was my roommate from college. Oh, was he? Uh, yeah, he just bought a house uh, down towards Wilmington. Actually, we tr- I tried to get him to move to Newburn, so it's his fault that he's not here. Uh, <laughs> but he he wanted to. It, big city life. so um, okay, well, wait, city You push. said he was
2: your roommate from college, and he moved to Wilmington, and you tried to get him here. Is it his fault he didn't move here, or is it because of you he I, didn't whoa. move here? Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's 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 look Touché. deep into the
1: soul here. Touche. Uh, <laughs> there, there could be some of that. It, it's probably good. Nick, we, I feel you. It's probably good we lived that close and not much closer. It could be trouble. <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> um, well, I
2: just I just had a couple from uh, New Hampshire come down here last weekend and uh, they came down and they they're kind of all over the place they weren't sure where they wanted to be and so they flew into Wilmington looked through Wilmington and they were going to stay there and decided immediately Wilmington was not the place. So (laughs) then they left Wilmington, came up here to New Bern. Then they left and went to Greenville and they went up to Raleigh and they absolutely love New Bern. New Bern is the area for them. Um, It's just, it's uniqueness is just amazing.
1: Well, and I even have uh, another good friend of mine that did want to move to New Bern, Nick. Uh, It's not (laughs) you. Uh, But anyway, I have have another good friend moving to New Bern right here that I grew up with uh, in Greenville. And they've been living down towards the beach uh jobs are bringing them this way but they're excited about moving to newburn it's it's close enough to greenville because their parents his parents still live there but you know it's far enough away that it's not greenville and yeah and they're excited about that uh yeah. so uh, and nothing against greenville all all, all my friends in greenville and i mean you know it it, it it just wasn't for me either yeah I, I was glad to get out but newburn's a great area man and uh, i'm excited uh, our, we, we got our guest coming on from the chamber to tell us a little bit about uh what's happening with the chamber of commerce what's happening uh in the big city here of new burn and just looking forward to uh them coming on the show so we're going to take a quick break here in just a moment and uh come right Run back Charles and we'll Run. have uh kevin <laughs> roberts and Teresa surrey from the uh, new Bern area chamber of commerce uh, coming to join us as we get back <laughs>
0: Remember, if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate anywhere in the city and Gouverne or the surrounding areas, there's only one group you need to be calling. That's Roland and the home sales team. Visit them online at realestateofnewburn.com or give them a call 252 631 6787. So let's get
1: back to what's going on in the studio. What are we doing, Roland? Good morning, and we're back uh, here at the Real Local Show. Uh, and we have a couple of guests from the Newburn Area Chamber of Commerce. We've been excited about this day Kevin Roberts and Teresa Surrey, uh very integral parts of the Newburn Chamber. Uh, if you have any dealings with them, I'm sure the chamber here, you are talking with these guys. Uh, guys, appreciate you coming on to talk to us a little bit today. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Uh, first of all, we want to talk about leadership craving. I know that's what uh, we have. We, we've talked a little bit about it on the show. Uh, I've been through uh, a leadership craving class, uh, the most epic class ever, uh, as we know. <laughs> best class ever. Uh, ever the best class ever. Anybody listening, I don't want to hear your arguments about that. Uh, ours was the best class. You can ask any of my classmates. And Colleen, actually, Kevin's wife, was in my class, uh, so uh, she'll tell you the same thing. Then yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> You're on my side of this argument. Um, Katie's been through it. Uh, Casey that works with us has been through it with the hospital Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know Dave's hoping to filled out my application so hoping to to join so tell us a little bit about the leadership Craven class I mean what is leadership Craven
3: so leadership Craven is a nine-month program you apply for the class and we travel throughout the area um, doing different topics sessions is what we call them there's a judicial law enforcement health human services uh, military yeah, tourism I mean, there's just a lot, and so it lasts nine months. You start with an opening retreat, it's an overnight retreat at Camp Seagull, and you get to kind of know your classmates a little bit then. And then we travel for the nine months, and then we go back to Camp Seafarer for a closing retreat. So it gives you an opportunity to see behind the scenes what's happening in Craven County.
1: So when you say you travel for nine months, so somebody we're gonna be, I mean, so once a
4: month, month. the class meets okay, one day, once a month. And that each day has a dedicated topic, as Teresa said, it might be. I mean, everything from the the local media to local government to our police force, our military base, uh, and one of those topics every day for nine months.
1: So the police force, I think, used to be everybody's favorite. One of our favorite points in the. I know. Do do you still do the ride along with the police department? At night yes 10 p.m. to
3: 2 a.m. (laughs) you're riding in a police officer's car and so you get to see what happens late at night in Newburn. that's very cool
1: yeah yeah. it's eye-opening it's
4: it's that Uh, you learn stuff I mean we've had people come to do the class that uh had been in New three weeks literally we've we've had other people take the class at this you know at the same time with those brand new people that have been here uh, literally all their life and everybody comes out of it on the other end saying, I, I learned things I didn't know, I learned things I didn't know. I was
1: telling Dave, we were talking about it, and in that nine-month period, I'd been in real estate for 10 years, at, at, I think at that point when I took the class. In that nine-month period, I learned more about Craven County, like, deep about Craven County than I had in my 10 years of real estate where you know, I had been to planning, some some planning department meetings and stuff like that, but never, Never at this level of really digging into right. the back office of Craven County. That's right. exactly what it
3: is. No, that's
4: good to hear. I mean, that's the idea yeah. is you you see it all and get to talk to, on those topics that, that are studied or those session topics. You also get to meet the leaders in the market that are, that are at that point in time affecting those topics i mean whether it's the base commander or whether it's whoever's mayor at the time or whoever whatever the leader in each of those topics you get to meet with those and ask them the questions that you want to you want to delve into a
1: little bit so it's very cool well it's not every day you get to sit down with the mayor <coughs> a county commissioner a state representative uh, i know we did it for the local government uh, we had those people and there was 10 or 12 of us in a room yeah. from all different industries within our, our community from the hospital and okay. Bosch to realtors, bankers. I mean, uh, we, we had uh, an array of people uh, and just to be able, like you said, sit down with them. And, and it's really looking into how these different days per se affect our community. You know, you mentioned tourism, you know, to actually see how tourism affects our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just an interesting Interesting to learn that, and then your classmates you do become so close with so them, so close to
3: them, it's a um, lifetime. Yeah, I've got I did the class
4: made. in I'm old, <laughs> <laughs> I did the class in uh, so it
0: was class of 91 92. He did the class with Moses, <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's
0: <he> said. Charles
2: <laughs> said he did the class with Moses <laughs> 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 yeah. hey, when Noah was bringing the ark around the Thanks, noose, Charles. right? Uh,
4: <laughs> It's amazing. How, so how, I've still got friends from that class that some of them are in town, some of them moved on to other areas, but there's people in that class that I'm, I'm still friends with.
1: That you would have never come across with no. otherwise.
4: No. Right.
2: When did the, the program begin and what was the, the kind of the initiation? What was the reason for that start? So
4: I'm trying to remember. I think I just <laughs> misspoke it. I think the first class was 91-92 and I was in the 92-93. It's okay. one of those. But so early 90s. So this year, so it will be our 28th or 29th class wow. going through it. That's a we lot. We typically put, uh, we've had as many as 30, 28 and 30 in the class. That's too many yeah. for it to be effective, for everybody to get to know each other. It's hard to move around with that many people. So shes you've decided that your ideal number's 22, 24, 20, tops? 22. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, 24 is tops. We just don't fit in a lot of places that we need to go. If you get much larger than 24 people.
2: So So, so I've spent almost the last decade in education, and it's the same thing in the classroom. When you get uh, over that (laughs) 2022 number, it becomes unwieldy. Everybody
4: doesn't get to interact as much as they used to. That's exactly right. And And one,
3: one thing that's unique about the program is that what we do is you will, for instance, Dave, what you'll do is you'll have a teammate that works with you to plan a session. So it gets you out of your comfort zone. Oh. You call, you make the appointment. So people ask me all the time, how long have you been doing this? And yeah. don't you get bored? Well, no, I don't. Because every year I learn something new myself and get to go to a place. And that's the uniqueness of it is that I don't just sit down and put all these programs together. The class does it. So okay, so the really government cool. day is
2: actually put together by the students, yes. not yeah, by. Yeah,
4: you're gonna call the police chief's very, office. And oh, okay. Get on his right. calendar, and the mayor of Trent Woods, and get oh, on his calendar. Oh, I like that. Calendar, yeah. That's very school good. School yeah. superintendent. Yeah, yeah. The classmates make those calls. Very good. Yeah.
2: And good. what
4: you know how it is? Once yeah. you do that, once you, Absolutely. once you struggle with somebody's calendar, you yeah. feel like you know them. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. one of the little things that spins out from the class. Cool.
1: I, I like that. It it is interesting because at the retreat, you know, you you meet these people for the first time, and that first day you're all kind of like – it's like the first day of school, I yeah. guess, with, since school just started. Well, I guess they didn't have that awkward. Old school. For some schools around here. Uh, and the kids are a little standoffish at the beginning, and by the end of the year, it's like, you know, everybody's you know, sad to see it in. It's end. the
3: coolest thing to watch right. over a nine-month period of how close the classmates yeah. get to each it's other. It's amazing. Nice.
4: So we've had We've had some classes that by the end of the opening retreat, you can just see that they've kind of gelled and clicked for the most part. We've had other classes that it was at the closing retreat before you saw them, that that final little twist where they clicked Mm -hmm. and became a group. Because they were finally like, I'm done with you people. (laughs) (laughs) just Uh,
1: Susan Milleron's listening. She said, class of 2007, 2008. Uh. And says it was the best class ever. So she misspoke about the best class ever because, Susan, we know that was my class. Uh, Well done, Susan. (laughs) And Melinda Mowry's listening, and she was in the best class ever. She's agreed. In my class.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, until we're talking about the opening retreats, most, most communities, at least with a have a you know any kind of sizable population sizable chamber have one of these leadership development programs it's a good thing for a community to do uh for a chamber to do uh i did one in durham county when i was there and i've talked with a lot of people we both have on trying to push ours forward and improve it and make it everything that everybody wants it to be and we it always comes back to people saying that I, I would almost do the class just for the opening and closing retreat. Really? That mm-hmm. overnight. At first, yeah. everybody's like, what? Well, i, I got <laughs> to go overnight? And, you know, and it's I, usually
3: we, like, what does camp mean? What is camp yeah. Like how? <laughs> Am I outside?
4: Uh, <laughs> you're not in a tent, but it's the next step up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Head I've head in stayed tent. in those,
2: those, <laughs> <laughs> those cabins for a few school but trips. That, so. we, we
4: hear it all the time and almost from every, uh, every student that goes through uh, the thing is that opening and closing retreat. Or what makes it?
1: Uh, yeah, that's very nice. You you learn everything in the middle, but uh, you can really bond with your people and have have a good time at those opening and closing yeah. retreats without giving too much away. Yeah, what you,
3: happens at and closing? <laughs> I don't know. Anymore, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 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 Nothing happens
1: there. Good sleep. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, guys, it, it is a great class, and it is interesting just how. Uh, it points out. How would people try to apply for this class?
3: We have the application online on our website, or they can call me at the chamber, and I can email it to them if that's easier. Okay. So, yeah.
4: But in fairness, just give, put the COVID overlay. Yeah. Well. For- the dreaded COVID overlay.
3: The what? What's that? COVID? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've moved it a little bit further out. Typically, it starts in mid-September, so this time it's going to start mid-October, so we're trying to buy ourselves some time with COVID. Um, we'll get all the applications in. I have all the dates, just like I usually do. Um, But we have been told, I have been told that certain places, you know, it all depends on COVID. Right. So we are just kind of like crossing our fingers and holding our breath, hoping that we'll be able to do the program this year in some form or fashion.
4: I mean, you You like the base, you know, the base is going to decide whether we can bring a crowd of 20 people and parade through different offices right.
1: and oh, yeah.
4: Moen and BSH, the companies, I mean, big and small, that have policies that are addressing this thing, trying to keep themselves safe and everybody else.
1: Understandably so. That we got to figure it. all that Just,
4: out. Yeah. Right. Uh, our, our decision was, if it gets to be in October and we can do it, let's have a, a group of people that's, that is that ready is ready to, to do it yeah. versus yeah. waiting until October to say, okay, well, we can do the class. Let's right. see if we can find a crowd of people to do it.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh-huh it's a long I mean you guys have both filled it out it's an application that you do so um, we need to get that in so we make sure we're getting that diverse class that we're looking for every year and all of that well I
1: think that's something that is neat because I've been in the class and I've also helped with some of the selection processes a, a, a couple times and how part of that process is to make sure that you don't have ten realtors sitting right. at the table, uh, or you know, <laughs> ten people from the hospital. Exactly. You, you know, it's it's a it's a wide array of different businesses from business owners to uh, everything, you know, profession. Yeah. yeah, everything. Ages, ages. ages. Uh, length of time an in Newburgh. Oh. Yeah. Ethnic,
4: background, i mean, you name it. Right. Uh, we've had it all in there, and that's what. But the, but the,
1: but uh, the, the main, the only thing that we was—you just try to keep people from different industries. That was like the, you know, yeah. it didn't matter anything else about it as long as, like I said, you didn't end up with ten realtors because mm-hmm. who wants to listen to ten realtors sit around and talk? <laughs> and, uh, that would get boring. I after do it every month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what does it say about me? There's, there's, three us there's only trials. three of us there, <laughs> and, and we're interesting, so yeah. we can keep it well said. for forty-five minutes at least so uh guys what else is happening I'm, in, in the greater newburn area i mean the chamber sometimes is usually ahead of things on uh what's happening i know uh, obviously with covid things are are tough on our local businesses and stuff like that but i know we've uh the donut shop's very popular across is, the town they're is. brand new sure. uh I see Panda Express is open and you know, dining and in, in the streets. Yeah, that's, that's, cool. that's, that's, been,
4: that's very successful.
2: Yeah, everybody's yeah. coming to town. I tell them that that's that what you're is, doing yep, on exactly. the weekend. That should almost
1: become a permanent yeah. thing for Newburn well, if we have to vote. Like, a lot of
4: conversation yeah. about I that. I agree, and mm. that's what I'd kind of say to you know. Let's not try to kid ourselves. It's not a fun time. No, no. Oh, uh, and some people are really, really hurting, and everybody's feeling it in some way or another. But there's a lot of neat conversation about, you know, what we can do now to kind of a short-term thing like this dining in the streets. And I need to add for the restaurants that are not downtown, the ability for them to set up, you know, in their parking lot or or on the sidewalk in front of their business. I mean, that's been a big deal. That's been a, in a lot of cases, been a game changer for some of our restaurants. But all that short-term, the neat thing to me, the encouraging thing to me is to see the conversations that are going that'll be a, you know a year from now you know should we should we think about this dining in the streets and parking lots and sidewalks for the out of town should we think about that on some sort of regular basis mm-hmm. if it works why just do it until this misery's over why not just do it right. and there's 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 several conversations like that going cuz i mean everybody's not hurt real estate market Mm-hmm. Y'all tell us. Y'all are, y'all are having a good time at it. We've been, we've been busy.
1: We're, I mean, we have busy. a demand for people to get here and not enough houses to get them here. Mm-hmm. And,
4: and I know we were talking about this earlier, but we all saw in 2006, 7, 8, and 9, kind of in the reverse direction, when the real estate market goes to pot, an awful lot of things follow it. Mm-hmm. So to me, logically, it just follows that when the real estate market is booming, or as you just said it, when people... There's a greater demand for people that want to come here and buy a home and live here than we've got to sell them eventually. (laughs) We've got to get through COVID, but eventually the market will also follow that in that
2: direction. Right. Well, COVID has created a whole lot of of outside-of-the-box thinking like the dining in the street, which would have never probably come up, or maybe it would have taken a dozen years for that. Working from home. That's where I was going next. Yeah, working (laughs) from home is the other one. So, yeah, I've got clients from the Northeast that can do their job remotely, so they're moving down here to get away from that crowded area and do the exact same job. They don't have to leave their company. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that outside the box is huge.
0: And suddenly everybody needs a live stream guy. Yeah. Oh, it's... for the longest time, we all
4: called it that everything had kind of dropped into a lull. Yeah. And I think there was that lull. It was a little bit of a state of shock. Everybody's like, now what do we do? Yeah. But, you know, everybody now is taking that. Admittedly, it is slower for most of us. I mean, we don't have Where? foot traffic in the chamber that we would right. have had a year ago. And we're just like any other small business. We're suffering through that. But what we're doing and what we're seeing so many other small businesses do is figure out, okay, within this atmosphere, how can I survive? And if I can, cause if I can survive in this environment, think about when the convention is open. Yes. Think about when the double trees open. Yeah. Think about when restaurants can have 100% capacity mm-hmm. instead of 50% capacity inside. I mean, if you, if you can survive in this horrible mess, like right now, then wow, you're gonna be, there was a business years ago that opened on Middle Street. We all know the business, I won't use names. But he opened his business. Why? Well, you remember all of? remember when Broad Street was torn up mm-hmm. and the, the, the little baby yeah. bridge was torn down. It was right before the 2010-300 mm-hmm. celebration. we were doing all those improvements. Yes. That was not an easy time in downtown, because you had a goat path for Broad Street and no bridge. He opened his business and made himself successful during that time. And when yeah. all of a sudden it was easy and it was pretty to get downtown he's he's never looked back and it's been wonderful so you set yourself up to be successful right now and i see a lot of businesses uh jeff wood uh, the county economic development guy i mean he's having some neat conversations out there about people that want to be in this area uh and that's just very encouraging to me
1: well i mean you know we have a lot to offer around here i think you still have the small town feel that Newburn has is obviously growing i mean the waterways, the, I mean, Croatan National Forest is right here. If you want to be outside, if you want to be inside, obviously it's weird this r- right now, but with all the historical things that we have here, the community events, there's just so many ways of getting involved around here. Uh, I, we tell people all the time, you can be as busy as you want to be in New Berners. You can be as lazy as you want to be in New Berners as well. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, That's uh, very well said. <laughs> and, uh, because I like the latter. I like the yeah. there you go I'm <laughs> <really> starting <laughs> to lean more towards. Just put an anchor on the boat and just sit there. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. You know? So uh and and that's that just is a testament to our community. And, and it's interesting that you say that cuz I know a thing that we talk about around the real estate market when it does slow down if you can make it through that and pick up market share through those when it come, when you come out I mean how much stronger are you and it's the same way with these businesses. And guys and that just goes also, you know, yes we're all, you know, having different different things going on right now but still remember support those local businesses right now uh, we they, they, they need they need us uh, the the people that work there need us um, we all need to eat we all need to shop um, try not to just do it on Amazon and at the big boxes yeah. you know and uh, also
4: realize everybody's handling this thing differently Right. Uh, we, we talk a lot about make a make your own personal decision as to what you're going to do to try to curtail this thing, do your little part. If that's wearing a mask, if that's just making sure you never get closer than six feet to anybody, whatever. Right. Uh, Make your own personal decision and just go by that and don't, worry about somebody else's personal decision. Right. Oh. You only take care I of yourself. I agree with that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a witness?
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> me, like, Sorry. Sorry for the sermon. Oh, <laughs> no, I get it. I Trust me. I totally understand it. There's, there's, everybody's at this place now where we're – They're almost telling everybody what they should be doing without pausing for a second and being like, well, maybe they can't do this or businesses can't do that. Or maybe they're doing umpty smunch because they need to do it to feel comfortable about the situation that they're in. Where we are right now, everybody needs to be doing that on every single level. They need to be considerate of their personal position, but then remember everybody's doing it. Everybody's worried about their own personal position. Make your own personal decision Mm -hmm. as to how you're going to handle this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now one of the things that you mentioned that I love about, I know COVID is a horrible thing. I've had close family pass away from this. Okay, So I know it's a real thing. But it has ushered in this era where businesses have become more agile, they've become more innovative, they've become like, I, I know everybody's anxious to get back to full capacity at restaurants, but I'm kind of digging the feel of I have the whole place to myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Like, I'm kind of liking that. Uh, the mm-hmm. restaurant
1: owner does not like it as much as you do, though, Charles. Yeah, but right. they do. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say. But they do because the
0: restaurant owners get to say, well, we're, we're, we're at capacity now. Would you like to make a reservation? We, can you, do you want to do this? Like, people can book in advance. They now know what they're going to be capable of. They know what they're going to have in in their facilities now, right? I mean, yeah, they're not making as much each night, but now they've got more deeper relationships. They get to be better at what they're doing. They get to refine their craft a little bit more.
1: Well, and I think throughout history, <coughs> you know, when things are going good and easy, innovation doesn't happen. So uh, exactly. I think yeah. this is a, a time of innovation. I mean, we're seeing it with schools. I know... We have kids in school right now, and just seeing what the teachers are having to do right now. Well,
2: even us, at Keller Williams, uh, our app. I mean, we we were heading towards a technology route anyways, and because of COVID, with things becoming more online, our app has just allowed us to expand. And you know, we're on we're involved in fifty percent of all transactions in Craven County, so it's because we're able to be agile and move on. And you know, we've got what we need right here at our fingertips, and not every real estate agent is able to do that.
1: So, and, and back to the, so back to the chamber and some things that you guys do. I know the business before hours, business <coughs> after hours. You have always done in the past. Are those things still happening as a chamber? Or? They
4: kind of paused. Okay, uh, I mean well, I know
1: group gatherings are tough to have right now. Yeah,
4: we're not going to blatantly defy you know mm-hmm. the rules that are being set down. We did do an after hours June, yeah. June July sometime. And, You know, we had it was great. I mean, for me, it was wonderful. Kind of to Charles's point, Uh, we didn't have as many people as we normally normally would have have by by, by a fraction, but we did it outside. It was so nice to see, and all of them were old. Be around people again. We probably had twenty (laughs) five people. Twenty, yeah. yeah, Twenty, twenty. We did a. a, It was great. It was all outside. Everybody had mask on. It was wonderful.
1: (laughs) We
3: did our midday mingle at Craven Arts. And um, Bank of the Arts, and we did two sessions like 11 30 to 12 30, 12 30 to one thirty, And they RSVP'd to come 20 um, 25 people, it yeah, was, total it was between the two. So it was great to see everybody again, kind of right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for me, I'm an events person, so events right now are not happening. <laughs> so you know, I told Susan, I said, you know, last year when we were out in 200 degree weather putting together a concert, <laughs> you know, sweating and all this, and I said, we were like, we can't do this anymore. And now I'm to a point where like, I would love to do this yeah, again. Yeah, be careful I what you wish for. can't wait until we can do this again, <laughs> the excitement
1: of it, so. Well, and I, th- I think everybody's looking forward to those events and mm-hmm. stuff again. I know yeah. at the beginning of this, it was like, what do you look forward to the most? And people were like, just going out to eat and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, I want to go be around.
3: A raft race. Yeah, I want to go <laughs> sit around groups yeah. of people. I want to go
1: <laughs> to Union Point and listen to a band. You for all,
4: it's funny thing. you say this, or bring this up, because for all the things we think about that we again every business is looking at the way they do business and can we keep doing it that way should we tweak it should we change it we've looked at the whole concept of after hours and before hours and the midday midday gathering I don't think we're just we're going to soon as we can do those again we're gonna do those we're not gonna try to <laughs> tweak that I don't because yeah. I think people in this market enjoy that yeah.
1: We've, uh, I, I think they do and, and I mean just like the innovation we were talking about you know what we had uh, Foster Hughes up here a few weeks ago with the, the, the drive-in theater yeah. I mean that's like one of those things that why would we stop that once
3: once this it is done in, yeah, I mean sure. it's that's been that's a cool. hit yeah
1: uh, mm-hmm. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark was, was this yeah. past weekend or Didn't so. did they do Jaws a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, that was interesting because he was He's telling
2: us. He said they were too close to water, so they had to get special permit permission to be able to show it because that movie can't be shown within a certain distance of water. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. He, yeah, he was not like joking you us about see that. Wa- or you could yeah. see the water? I, yeah, yeah you, I forget. Something. There was some, oh yeah. God,
1: some God regulation. There was a regulation for everything. In order to get permission
2: to show the movie, they had to they had to get... Say that there wasn't going to be people on the water watching it or whatever. So. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. I've got to run, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. I've got to play. Well, it let's, take a, get out, Dave. Uh, let's take a <laughs> quick break so Dave can get out of here. Do you mind? You guys mind hanging out, or We're do you all want to see another stand-up comedy routine by me? No. Okay, good. I was appreciate that. Right. Uh, we'll take see a quick break. Soon. We'll be right back. Bye. Good,
4: good to see, see you, sir. To take, to take, take care of yourself. See, Teresa. Gee, you're just
2: like
4: them. Good go to see you, Dave. Take care of yourself.
0: Too far. Remember if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in and around the city of New Bern, you don't need to go anywhere else than to realestateofnewburn.com or give the guys at rolling the home sales team a call at 252-631-6787. Let them show you your next home or help the, let them help you sell your existing home so you can buy that dream house anywhere. Newburn is a beautiful area and everybody wants to live here. So if you've got a need for your new forever home, check out realestateofnewburn.com
1: not all completely alone uh kevin roberts and Teresa surrey with the newburn area chamber of commerce fortunately stayed or, or i would have had to break out the my comedy routine from my leadership craving class we would have had to replay that and it might not I'd be like as, to see that yeah. it, it might not be as funny uh, we, we, with our leadership Craven class we did a fundraiser uh, Debbie Miller was in our class who was with Interfaith Refugee Ministries was mm-hmm. and we did a, a Mary Lou set up a yeah. comedy night that we did uh, at the Doubletree um, to raise money, money. for the Interfaith yeah. Refugee Ministry. So I, I did a stand-up comedy routine. Me and <laughs> uh, oh, cool. Dan Spangler yeah. was one of the yeah. acts. Uh, I don't remember who else. Mary Lou was Mary the Mary Lou, she emceed she <laughs> it yeah. for us. Uh, Zach Brown, who was a local comedian here, not mm-hmm. the band, uh, was was kind of our headlining act because he had actually done it <laughs> well, somewhat professionally. Well, i think we do that again anyway. Oh, that it was ain't. a blast. It was a blast. Uh, it might, uh, I don't know if one of Charles's... Uh, people that run one of charles shows or on his shows would some appreciate some of the comedy we could
4: do that I, thinking, I think we should do that on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that oh, gosh. So
0: have, <laughs> you
2: know.
1: Yeah, I'm not participating in that. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> uh, Dave will. I'll volunteer Dave since he's not here now. Yeah, that's, that's what he gets for leaving. That's that's he's right. Right. he's <laughs> in it. But, uh, it. but the leadership craving, uh, I know we talked about it a little bit and not to harp on it, but it was just such a great opportunity. So, guys, if you are listening, you do want to learn more <laughs> about our area and, I mean, really deep about our area, go to check out the Newbern Area Chamber of Commerce website out the application they're due September
3: September 4th Fourth.
1: okay Mm -hmm. Uh, so it is a four or five maybe seven page application so I don't think people
4: not to obsess over it just you know brand new people are not gonna know some of the they're not gonna be able to fill out some of the questions as thoroughly as people that have been here for 25 years that's understandable
1: right so very much so
4: you just walk your
1: way through it answer what you know Yes. So, uh Newborn's obviously... Anyway, you can do all of that, apparently, at newburnchamber.com. Exactly. You can reality? fill it out I online. Think
4: out. I think we were supposed to have said that. Uh-huh. Maybe.
1: Charles picked us up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Charles. <laughs> yes, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's good at what he does. Yes, he hey, is. you got to stop there. Uh, <laughs> At the bottom of the page there. We can't have that on our show. I don't, uh, I'm, just co- I'm just kidding. They're, they're, they're a great company to work with, too. Nobody and noticed the We enjoy co-broken cool. co- with those guys. So, uh, But anyway, uh, I know New Bern has hopefully some events coming up, but just interesting. I know Mumfest, which uh, that's not a New Bern area chamber thing. That's through Swiss Bear, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but what do you guys know what's happening with Mumfest? Have you all? I know we're starting to hear...
3: Things programs. about it. Yeah. Y'all are little insider. Version. Okay. Of the Friday and Saturday night thing is yeah. what they're planning.
4: So, they've, uh, the idea was to come up with something that would get people's attention and make people kind of smile during all of this mess when so much else has been canceled.
1: So, the street festival portion probably just isn't happening. Yeah, I well, guess. It won't
4: be a mum fest mm-hmm. like you've ever seen. Okay. Uh, they're in fact, so they're calling it Mum Feast. Oh.
1: I like eating. Yeah, if you can't do.
4: We all like to eat, so it just, as Tree said, it, it expands on that Friday, Saturday. What, what we've been doing downtown for on Friday and Saturday evenings with outside dining, mm-hmm. uh, they'll expand it by you know getting the retail out also on the sidewalks. They will bring in some vendors that have typically been uh, artisan type vendors that have been at Mumfest in the past. Uh, not many, not but they'll bring anything. some of those in. And then for those of us that love those. Uh, the pepper and sausage like sandwich that you just suffer through for like twelve hours afterwards. Right. Whatever that is. And uh, funnel cakes. Funnel cakes and <laughs> yeah. fried Oreos. They're gonna turkey try and legs. bring some su- yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. The turkey legs. Turkey <laughs>
1: legs. <laughs> 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 <God, laughs> I actually have. had they're very good. Exactly.
0: Oh. <laughs> I go out to my best every year. Get a turkey leg and walk around with sure. <laughs> <drumstick>. I think <laughs> by the time I'm done with the drumstick, it's time to time go, go home. Home.
4: <laughs> uh, They're going to try to set some of those up at uh, the vacant lot there at the corner of South Front and Craven, what people call the Talbot's Lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can have that element of Mumfest, but can't do the rides. Uh, they'll close, and I'm not going to be able to quote exactly which streets it is downtown, but they're going to close streets off uh, – and there'd be inner core streets like from Friday afternoon until Saturday evening. Okay. Instead of just each afternoon, you know, Saturday afternoon Friday afternoon as it is now,
1: it'll and be for a continual Saturday.
4: period. Uh and they're gonna do it every week in in October.
1: Well, I mean honestly, seventy five percent of the reason I go to mumfest is for funnel cakes so no yeah, there, there's see? funnel cakes yeah, there yeah i'm sold
3: and that area too they're going to have curbside service so you can pull oh, up and order it and, that's yeah. dangerous yeah
1: it is it's dangerous <laughs> curbside funnel cake yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> whoever knew that's innovation i will right have there. to wear a white shirt that day <laughs> 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 so they're excited about
4: that and we're we've been happy to uh, help them with some of some of the planning so uh It won't be a mum fest like we've any ever known but that doesn't mean it won't be fun and it won't be worth coming to see
1: yeah so guys definitely get out and come check check out downtown uh, for that area and and also you know there'll be businesses that are sponsoring possibly some what's going on downtown get out and check those businesses Mm -hmm. out just because they're not downtown either sure Uh, make, make sure you see those now uh, I know Very Merry Christmas is dear, and near and dear to us uh, yes. as a team. we uh, sponsored the live window displays. It's September. I know. I'm ready we're, for Christmas, dude. We're, uh, we're, <laughs> just don't start singing the, the song. The fish uh, yeah. get closer to Newbern. Yeah. I don't have to go so far uh, on are my Are you boat. one of the pumpkin spice guys, too? No, yeah. no, no, no not at all. I, but I did let my wife know I saw an advertisement for Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin coffee is back or yes, something. It and is. that's like her. I saw that. Yeah, she, so she was like, oh, she was If excited. it comes
4: with cooler weather. I'm in favor right. of it. I don't care what it is, if it brings colder weather with it. So,
1: Merry Merry Christmas and Santa being downtown and those sort of events. So, we
4: have started having those conversations. Uh, I guess next up, so to speak, would uh, would be Halloween. Oh, yeah. And uh, the last couple of years, Halloween, they've had 1,500, 1,700 children. Parade, not parade, literally parade, but come downtown and visit the different stores. And can't can't very well do that. We we met with the city officials last week, and those details will be announced soon. But they're making a plan to do some for those children that kind of depend on coming downtown for that for that fun. There there will be there will be some trick or treating
1: downtown. Uh, we get the old school like mass that suffocated the kids in the 1980s. Brave, yeah. They're probably safer than the <laughs> mass that we're wearing tonight. anyway. So. You couldn't see or breathe. <laughs> yeah. uh, that should be safe. Yeah.
4: Uh, Barry, Mary, same thing. We're, we're starting to have those conversations. Uh, and I don't know how we're going to do it. We'll do something. Right. Uh, that's so our downtown council kind of works with the city on that. Swiss bear is very involved in that. Uh,
1: well, it's tough. I know for you, it has to be tough for you guys and for the businesses that are trying to plan, but they don't even know what the rules are at in exactly. October That's, and November yeah. and December. What well, do you, you think know. about how many times things have changed
2: since
4: March, as far as rules? You know what we
1: an interpretation of those rules. An
4: interpretation of those rules. So, it's like Charles says, it is just late August, not quite even September yet. But we can't help it. I mean, we've got to start thinking about okay, we're going to do something for Halloween. We're going to do something around for Christmas, uh, and hopefully, hopefully there'll be big changes between now and then. But truthfully, how likely is that? You know, we're not going to be able to put two or three thousand people out here on Middle Street like we typically would have out there on the Friday night after Thanksgiving. Right. That that's not going to happen in December.
1: So what's that look like? Right.
4: So so. In, <laughs>
1: In lieu of that, what can you do? Right. Right. Yeah. So just tough. And guys, I imagine if anybody has some real ideas, uh, they would be welcome. (laughs) (laughs) They would be welcome to join us. There's there's ways to get involved. There's uh, different committees to be involved in. Mm
4: -hmm. Well, the thing that that I'm most proud of is uh, there was a downtown business person who's no longer with us that used to talk about creating memories anywhere in our town but you want to create memory, especially for little children, so that they remember this town, they want to stay in this town, or they want to come back to this town. And, you know, we get caught up in the way things used to be done. And, well, I want to do them that way. Well, the little kid that's never been here for a Christmas yet doesn't know what we did last year. Right. So it doesn't matter that it's the same thing as we did last year or the year before. we got to come up with something. we got to come up with something that, that does what this town's done for a long time, very well, and that's creating those memories so people want to be here. Because you know as well as I do, all of us have had little children. If your little kid is thrilled, guess then what? Her, Mom and Dad are excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I love the way you put that because it is interesting. My daughter started high school, you know, oh, wow. at Newbern High School two weeks ago, and her starting of high school, her ninth grade year, and. Thinking about how we started high school, it's totally different in our high school <laughs> experience, and the first Friday night football game, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's, it's, you know, what do we do to still encourage her through this time? That's right, you know, and stuff. So, and, and guys, I think that's something. I know we talked about it even after Hurricane Florence. I know that's a dirty word in New Bern, Hurricane Florence, but even six months after the storm, where some people it had at that point zero effect per se on them, there were still people right in the middle of that storm. And I think that's something we all need to be cognizant of. Though this COVID may not have affected you, your business, your job, your family, there's people in the middle of the storm. It's affecting yeah. somebody you know. Yeah, it, it, it has. Uh, and it's just always to be cognizant. You, you don't know what the person next to you in line at, as you wait waiting. It's going through. Yeah, I so think, yeah. Uh, just be, j- just all, we, we all need to be cognizant of that uh, in our everyday that we're doing. So, guys, I just want to say I really appreciate you guys. Kevin Roberts, Teresa Surrey, Newburn Area Chamber of Commerce. Uh, If you have been listening, go back and check out the show. If you're just tuning in, learn about the Leadership Craving class. Learn how to get involved in our community. Let's take care of our community, guys. Uh, That's we, it. We, we have a special place here, uh, and it is because of all of us that makes it that way, and let's keep it that way. Thank you for having us. Uh, so appreciate you guys being on. Uh, we are rolling in the home sales team. Dave Kakavar, Kate Lamare not here. They are working hard to help buyers <laughs> Dave's and here in spirit. Look, right yes. there. See? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. We will be back next week, same time, uh, 830 next Wednesday morning. Have a great week, guys. Thank you.